Welcome back to the TTPA, Tatani Talks Pirkei Avos, the year where we talk about a Mishnah of Pirkei Avos per day with sagely commentary and practical advice to say. We are in Season 5 with the commentary of Sforno and the translation and notes of Rabbi Pelkovitz. We are looking at Perak Aleph, Mishnah Yud Zion, 117. Almost at the end of, of Perak Aleph already, there's only 18 in Perak Aleph. And of course, we have six Prokim, about 120 or so Mishnahs by my calculations over the seasons. So stick with us. Of course, we take breaks for winter break and, uh, and uh, spring break, but God willing, we try to make it to the school year. So let's see what Shimon, his son, says. So Shimon ben Omer, Shimon, his son, says, Call you my gudalti ben hachachamim. All my days I have been raised among the sages. I found nothing better for oneself than silence. First of all, pause. He grew up amongst the sages. How nice is it to actually grow up among sagely people, among role models, around people who are around us, the sages. Those are the real role models we should be around. It reminds me of the Gemara that talks about that a, a sage's mother would bring her to the base medrash when he was just a little infant. Why would she do that? So that the infant, the infant doesn't know any better. Just like the idea of Hakel. Why do we bring little, little babies to Hakel every seven years that the, on Sukkot, the, the king reads from the Torah, even tiny babies who would probably be very disruptive because it's good for the child. It's good for the babies to just hear the sounds. And it brings it brings the the training, it brings chinuch to the other children, and it also brings reward to the parents who exert themselves to bring the kids. And it, should, it makes the parents, the parents feel beloved to the mitzvahs also. So it's really good to be among the sages, to be among the people as a way to grow up, to have sages in the home, around the home, and in your life. And what's the best thing? Silence. So often we want to talk, we want to waste our words. So often we use our words needlessly. And I myself, I'm very tuned into this. I do all these podcasts all the time, using my voice all the time. Hopefully it's not wasting my words. Hopefully it's helping the world around us but it's really good in times of when people confront you, people try to criticize you, people try to bother you. Shtika, silence is very good. A really angry person, a boss, or someone antagonistic, a narcissist, anyone who comes against you, really the best response sometimes is silence because they want to get a rise out of you. They want to get a response out of you. So when you don't respond, you don't answer, it like pushes them off their tracks. They don't know what to do. They want to get a response. They want you to yell back. When you don't yell back and you say nothing, or you respond softly, how much better is that? Shtika is really the best. Veloha medrash hu Not study is the main thing. Ela But practice is the main thing. It's good and, and wonderful if you're in kolo 24 hours a day. Good luck to your wife if you are. But if you're in kolo the whole day, 10 hours a day, but you never practice what you learn, what's the point of being in kolo? You learn about business practices, but you never enter business, you learn about shechita, but you have nothing to do with cooking, you learn about tzedakah, but you're never involved in charitable organizations, what in the world is the point of learning these things if you don't put it into practice? Someone, the Parkeyavos says later on, someone who's involved in learning and doing and practicing will be given the ability to learn, practice, and do. Someone who only learns in order to learn or only learns to teach but not to practice will only be given the ability to learn or to teach but not to practice. The best thing is to actually put in practice. That's the whole point of having 613 commandments. 
It doesn't make sense to have a, a law against business if you're not involved in business in any way. It doesn't make sense to have laws about this or that when you're not involved in any way. You have to be involved. You have to do. You can't just be sitting inside in solitude all your life. You're not going to have the challenges. You're not going to raise up yourself towards challenge to overcome those challenges. You're not going to have any sinistianos and, and fulfill your mission. If you're never outside the the study hall, how will you ever know how to be a Kiddush Hashem in a secular environment? If you're never tempted with needing a food because you're direly thirsty and you have the ability to walk an extra mile or, or to walk a half a mile to that McDonald's or to the kosher delight, what are you going to do? If you're always in the, the practice hall, the study hall, but you're never practicing it, that's not the ikr. The maisa is the ikr. That's why derech eretz kadmalatovar, proper manners you know, involving yourself in the way of the world, the translation is also the way of the world, being involved in practicing, being a practicing member of the world, that's before the Torah. You have to be involved. Avraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov were involved in the Torah lifestyle, in the world. They weren't stuck in Yeshiva their whole life. Yes, Yaakov was in Sheva Eber for 14 years, some say more. Of course, Yitzhak and Avraham learned a lot, but Avraham was a person who was able to, to change so many lives. He was able to have the nefesh asher asubacharan, the people that he actually was practicing with. Avram wasn't in solitude. He was the opposite of a hermit. He was always out there. So don't tell me the medrash is the ikr. It's definitely not the ikr for sure, not for most people. But even for those some people, you have to be involved. You have to interact. You have to do. V'chol hamar bedevara mevichet. Whoever talks excessively, again about talking, shtika is such a good thing. And of course, I'm very involved in audio and talking podcasts. I'd love to do radio too, but it has to be for a good purpose, for a talkless, to do good. Talk, 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 and wasting time is not good. Talking excessively is not good. It could bring on sin. Let's see what the Sforno has to say. Many are of the opinion that man's power of speech is his greatest attribute, to the point that some say that it is the gift of speech that makes him superior to all other living creatures. Therefore, the individual who speaks most eloquently is considered superior to his fellow man. However, Shimon tells us that in spite of the importance of speech, it is of absolutely no benefit to the body. For we see that other living creatures live long and obtain a livelihood painlessly, even though they completely lack the power of speech. What differentiates us from animals? The ability to think and the ability to speak. Rather, the true benefits of speech are in the arena of practical intellectual applications such as social administration and in areas of analytical thought such as teaching others. Nonetheless, in spite of the importance of the gift of speech, it is not the expression and exposition of man's thoughts that is of paramount importance in man's ultimate goal and purpose, but the deeds which result from it as they affect society and the intellectual pursuit of knowledge. The deed is the important part, the most important. And even in these noble endeavors, it is best to use words sparingly, be concise in one's studies, for one who talks excessively brings on sin. For excessive words promote uncertainties and errors of forgetfulness. From all this we see that speech, Debor, is not at all inherently perfect. Rather, it is merely an instrument for achieving a specific objective in social administration and intellectual pursuits, namely to convey the thoughts of one man to another. This is best accomplished through the greatest possible brevity. This is contrary to the nature of something that is inherently perfect, about which the general rule is the more the better. The notes point out, Uncleus interprets the verse, And Hashem God formed the man of dust from the ground. He blew into his nostrils the soul of life, and man became a living being. And it is to mean that he blew into nostrils the soul of life and made the spirit of speech, the gift of language which permits man to formulate his thoughts and communicate. That makes him a real living human from Genesis 2.7. Nevertheless, Rabbi Shimon cautions us to use this gift sparingly. For like many forces in nature, this power can be beneficial or harmful. 
The Sforno finds it necessary, therefore, to stress that even though silence is praised by the Tana, measured and thoughtful speech is also praiseworthy, providing, of course, that one appreciates the fact that the ultimate goal of all speech, even of Divrei Torah, is action and deed as regarding the performance of God's commandments. So remember how important it is to grow up amongst the rabbis, grow up amongst sages and role models to have Torah and, and saintly figures throughout your house. I remember growing up that Rav Cook sometimes would come visit where we lived and oftentimes he would come to our house and I was really terrified of him coming, but it was really nice to have a sage, a real role model come to the house. And in your own house, how can you have sagely people permeate your house, whether it be physically coming to your house or letting their lectures and shears on audio and video permeate your house? Have the Chacham as part of your house and realize that Shtika is really the Iker. Shtika, not to be excessively talking, but really to be silent in the face of adversity. Better to close your mouth and to be considered a fool than to open your mouth and to prove everyone that you really are a fool. The saying goes, something like that. And understand that the real action is the real best part. Really, the action is the ikr, not sitting in a study hall, not being a hermit, not just secluding yourself from the world. All of the mitzvahs, so many mitzvahs involve getting out of your house and doing, being involved with people, being involved in actions and doing real things to make the world better. So get off of your seat, get into the world and make a difference. Follow the ways of the Torah and make sure to be involved in the Misa. Join us next time, God willing, as we finish Perak Aleph, talking about the world standing, enduring on three things, not created on three things as earlier in Perak Aleph, here on the TTPA. And I'm your host, Tani.